and welcome to the Citrus Gridiron, your home for Central Florida high school football. What's going on, everybody? It feels like a, a while since we last spoke. Glad to be back on the podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. What's going on, everybody? Real happy to be here. We had another really good week of high school football in Central Florida. What were some of the game recaps that we picked, and uh, how are the outcomes? Yeah, well, uh, we picked five of uh, the games that we thought were the best in the area. Uh, let's start off with Bartram Trail uh, beating Mainland. I thought that was a yeah. pretty pretty shocking game. But uh, I don't want to brag, but I'm the only one that picked Bartram Trail to win that one. Yeah, I mean, 17-3. to 3, I mean, pretty low scoring, but definitely definitely a, a good outcome for Bartram I'm, Trail. I'm surprised they they. Didn't let Mainland score a touchdown. That's a that's a good offense in yeah, Mainland. Yeah, Mainland's got some talent over there yeah. in, in Daytona. But hey, Bartram Trail, uh, they took the dub on that one. What'd they you sure think? Did. What'd you think about uh, Lake Mary uh, beating Oviedo? <sighs> I picked Oviedo, and I think this game is as close as we thought it would be. It went to overtime. Yeah, and uh, Lake Mary snubbed them out thirteen to seven. Yeah, I, I honestly did think it was going to be a little bit more high scoring than it was. Uh, yeah, with some the, good defenses for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you got those players on uh, both sides of the ball. Great um, running backs on both sides. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's just surprising that it was only thirteen to seven, and that's in overtime. Yeah. So really, really, really good game there. And Atmosphere then, was great there. Yeah. You know, both those schools bring great student sections. Yeah, so. that's a that's a big Seminole County rival. So. Yeah. Um, so we got a Popka beating Dr. Phillips last week, uh, seven to six. Another low scoring game. Another low scoring game. So defense, defense wins games at the end of the day. So um, just wanted to mention something. I mean, Dr. Phillips starting the year zero and three. When's the last time you've heard that? I I would have to do a little <laughs> bit more research about that one. But right. I mean, I I can't remember a time. All where... by they lost by all by one possession though. Yeah, that's something... all these games are close. So they just got to work on their finishing because all these games they're one possession. They're right there. I mean, one point to a popka. So that's that's huge for them. That's really going to hurt their playoff run, playoff chances. Um, so that's upsetting for the Panthers, but you know, they can always get it, uh, back and round, you know, they, they definitely have the skill. Yeah. I mean, DP's always got talent over there. Uh, they just get on a hot streak here, uh, towards the middle to end to end of the season. Yeah. They can definitely make a run still in the postseason, but they're really going to have to start, uh, finishing these games and, and start winning them. Definitely. Yeah. Next game, not as close a 38 to three victory for winter park over Boone. Yeah. Well, I mean, winter park, they're just showing off this year. They I mean, are. They they look great coming from uh, beating that team from Georgia, North Gwinnett, North Gwinnett and yep. then uh, just beating the steam rolling. Yeah, Boone thirty-eight to three. I mean, Boone Boone's a pretty solid program. Yeah, and thirty-eight and our, to three uh, underrated prospect Torian Roberts had a great game over there. He sure did. So yeah, real real excited for the Wildcats and uh, want to see continued success there. I think they can make uh, some noise in the playoffs this year. Yeah, I do too. What was our next game? We got Edgewater defeating West Orange and a good one. That was a good one. 20, 26 to fourteen. Uh, we got the Eagles three and zero on the year so yeah. far. So uh, Edgewater. And they got a tough schedule, too. They're not playing any cupcakes. Yeah. Uh, so Edgewater's looking good. They're looking scary, looking like a state contender. Absolutely. I mean, they, they're just constantly uh, proving themselves week after week. Yeah. And they got a big test this week. Uh, spoiler, they got Jones. So yeah. definitely. I mean, that is a huge game. That is a huge One game. One of the biggest in the state. Arguably. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but they're be they beat a West Orange 26-14. A good West, West Orange team. West Orange just came off of uh, beating the Popka. Right. So, 
West Orange is definitely not a team to to joke around with. Right. Edgewater is showing that they're the real deal this year. Absolutely. So guess what? We all finished with four points this this uh, round. Uh, I'm the only one that had Bartram Trail. And then I also picked Oviedo, and you guys both picked Lake Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, we are going to speak to Tim at the end of the episode again, like we usually do to uh, get our game predictions for this upcoming week. But right now, our standings are Brian is in the lead with 12 total points. Tim is right there in the middle at 11, and I am in last still at nine points. I'm going to take. I'm going to uh, change this around. I'm going to. I think I'm going to get some upsets this week and uh, maybe tie it up. You think so? <laughs> I think so. I think I can do it. I would beg to differ. <laughs> All righty. So we actually want to do something different this week. Uh, we love giving out game balls. We love you know players of the week. But this week, we kind of wanted to do something different, give some other guys some recognition. So we got Lick of the Week, which is going to go to the player with the biggest hit, something that really jumped off the screen where you can almost hear the pop 20 miles away. Who do we give the Lick of the Week to? Oh, my Lord. Drew Spinagatti. Yes. Bishop Moore. The Hornets. Oh, my Lord. Uh you don't. You want to look this play up on? Huddle, I think I watched Twitter. it fifty times. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So what happened exactly? It was an onside kick, um, and it was about a two hopper onside kick. Drew is so fast off the kick. Timed it up perfect. It looks like he's offsides, but he, he's not. We watched. Yeah, we it. paused it. Yeah, <laughs> to we see watched. if he was offsides. Absolutely. He wasn't. Yeah, we watched it like five times. Yep. He is onside. It is a clean legal hit. Yep. Leads with the shoulder and absolutely destroys the guy on the front line. Oh, you said destroys. I thought you were going to say annihilates because that's what I wrote down in my notes. He annihilated this kid, this poor kid on the on the, on the first line. He got destroyed. And, you know, that's football. Uh, my notes were this is what football is all about. Yeah, it's a clean hit. I yeah. mean, it's a legal hit. Leads with the shoulder. No targeting at all. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to the kicker. Yeah. Great onside kick. Onside kick was yeah. to perfection. I could see this uh, play blowing up on social media. I don't think it has already, but man, it's got, you know what it reminds me of is like those old vines back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know, and they'd put the Kendrick Lamar song behind yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, boom, hits him. That was awesome. Drew, heck of a hit, man. I want to see this stuff every week. Nothing better than a good hit. So you get lick of the week. Speaking of big guys that can make big plays, we got Lyman of the week, and we gave that to DeAndre Middlebrooks, a Popka guard. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How good was this kid? The thing about DeAndre this week is we watched every single play of his highlights from this past week. Every Against sing- Dr. Phillips. Against Dr. Yep. Phillips. Let's not forget that. Good talent. Every single block is a legal block. Yes. No holds. No holds. The thing is, most people, whenever they're making a highlight film, they don't realize what's holding and what's not right. holding. So they're putting every single block on their film. Some of their first highlights are holds. They're holds. This guy's real fundamentally sound. Uh, he's one of my favorite linemen that I've watched this year. I wish I would have found him earlier because I'm 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 really liking this kid. He's a big, strong kid. He gets to the second level well. Yeah. Would you have put him in your underrated prospects? Oh man, yes. I was looking into him. Didn't I? I couldn't learn much about him. So I'd love to, you know, connect with him or connect with his coaches and kind of learn more about him. But man, this kid moves well. He's quick. Yeah. He's a quick guy. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's getting to the next level. I mean, he, yeah. what he's doing is he's opening holes yep. right off the snap. Physical. He's, he's physical, and what he's doing, a couple of his plays, he's pulling around from the guard position. And he looks so smooth, doesn't he? Yeah, he's hitting that uh, that lineman, 
and then he's getting to the linebackers right after. Yeah. So he is definitely someone to watch for when you're on defense. Yeah, yeah. This Apopko line's good all around, and I think this kid is kind of the the bread and butter for that offensive line. He's he's the heartbeat yeah. of that O line. I really like this kid. I can see him playing at a high level. I I, I think he's only about six foot. Uh, maybe if he can learn to you know play center at that level, mm-hmm. I, I could see him playing at a, at a high level. What about you? I, I completely agree. Uh, I think this kid has a lot of uh, good, he has a good future ahead of him. I agree. Yeah. Completely agree. So we got a couple notable performances we wanted to go over. Just some guys that might get overlooked a little bit, but man, they played absolutely outstanding this week three. Who's our first one we got? We got Dominic Madrid out of West Orange, linebacker. Yeah. And D- Dominic Madrid could be Possibly the best name in the state right now. That's freaking awesome. Awesome yeah. name. He's got a linebacker name if I've ever heard one. Yeah, he's not afraid to to put some pressure on the quarterback or uh, anybody he's going against. Physical. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget to mention that he is play, He played his last game against arguably the best running back in the country, Cedric, Cedric Baxter. Baxter. And he did well. He did very well. I mean, he's playing middle linebacker. He is making great tackles on anybody. Yeah, whether it's Cedric, the tight end, the quarterback, anybody that's and, the, come, and those are all talented guys. I are, my favorite highlight of his, I think it was his second or third clip against Edgewater, and he had that goal line stance, yeah. where he just absolutely stuffed them. Mm-hmm. It's just like someone ran it. The running back ran into a brick wall. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome to see guys that can fill gaps with his physical play. Uh, he knocks linemen down to fill a gap. Yeah. I mean, you can't ask for much more as a defensive coach. Those are the guys you love. Those guys that are not afraid of contact. They're going to put their shoulder down and run right through you. Yeah. And and, and he also had a fumble recovery. So he's, he's creating turnovers. All around. Turners, yeah. Yeah. Dominic Madrid, West Orange linebacker. Cannot wait to see the rest of his season. Really excited for him. Good game. Yeah. And and the next person that we wanted to talk about, uh, Brian Thomas. I mean, he was considered, uh, well, Brian Thomas from Orlando Christian Prep. He is the yeah. running back over the there. CP. He was someone that we had in mind for one of our honorable uh, mentions at the yeah. beginning of the season for an underrated prospect. And I think he moved his way up those rankings. I think so. I mean, this guy, I had the pleasure of being there and watching him live against yeah. Orangewood. And he was unbelievable. It, it honestly looked like it was he was just messing around playing against Orangewood. It's a playground for him. It really was. Uh, let's... I think we can just put it into perspective. They were up 50 to 0 at halftime against Orangewood. <laughs> and most of it was due to Brian Thomas on the field. Yeah, the dude makes guys miss for a living. Yeah. He's super shifty. I mean, he was he was he was returning punts, he's getting sweeps. I think he got a couple two-point conversions yeah. out of the Wildcat scoring. Yeah. yeah, they ran uh they ran the swinging gate actually. So okay. he uh he was getting the ball quite a bit on the two-point conversions after the score. So yeah. he definitely uh Definitely was pushing his way into the end zone. Yeah, and I and I know OCP has a lot of talent. They have a, a Rutgers commit at quarterback, I uh-huh. believe. Yeah. But you know, if I was OCP's offensive coordinator, my game plan get Brian Thomas the ball anyway. Yeah. yeah. Because he makes plays happen. I mean, what I loved about I wasn't at his game physically. I know you were. Mm-hmm. But uh, what I loved about his tape is just everyone in the stands losing it. It's, mm-hmm. This guy's an entertainer. He's got everything it takes to be a superstar, so I'm really excited for Brian Thomas and what he brings to OCP. Excited to see him at the next level. I don't think he has much recruiting attention right now, but I think he can stand out. Yeah, a couple of smaller schools that he's got offers from, but um, I definitely think, I mean, we're only in week week four of the season, so he definitely has some more room to gain some impressive highlights as he did against Orangewood. I mean, that punt return uh, 
really was one of the best plays I saw of the week. Very uh, Devin Hester-like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's shifty, he's shaking everybody. He, right. It, it's just unbelievable what he did against Orangewood, and obviously the outcome of the game showed. Yeah, I agree. Really excited for Brian Thomas. Can't wait to watch the rest of his season. Mm-hmm. So we are going to take a quick break and call our good friend Tim and go over our games of the week. And welcome back. We got Tim on the line. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing well. How about you guys? We're doing great. I, I wish you could have been here for this one. We talked about some offensive linemen, and I know you love talking your linemen, but you know what? Maybe next time. I know you got some dogs to raise over there, so it's all A-OK. Yep. It's always weird when you guys call me on this. I think I'm about to win some radio show game or something. <laughs> I'm about to win some concert tickets or something. It, it definitely gives the radio show vibes. Yeah, for sure. I think Big I think time. Brian's got a great radio voice. I appreciate that. Maybe I should <laughs> let me let me get a like one oh five point one the groove right here. And welcome to one oh one point five, the home of the groove. Ooh. Man, that was, that was nice. I would tune into that radio station. Yeah. Well, All right, we got a little bit off track. <laughs> Let's uh, go ahead and talk about the games of the week. Another good week of football. I think we have one of the best games this week. We're going to talk about that one last. First game, though, we have Lake Mary versus Lake Brantley. I know Tim and I were talking about it earlier, and he said this is one of the only you know big-time Seminole County rivalries that still stands. I think it's a close game every year, no yeah. matter how good either team is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Tim, who did you have in this one? It's tough. I mean, Braxton had a great game last week. I think he had, what, six total touchdowns last week? He was all over the place. I mean, that's insane. But, I mean, it's just so tough. And then you got the Harris Twins at linebacker. But then you got all those, all that star power on that Lake Mary offense. And yeah. Dan Clay's Glang, and, you know, I talk about him every week, but it's hard not to. Right. Um. It's really going to come down to the Harris Twins to keep uh, laying in that offense in check. And at the end of the day, I do have Lake Mary winning this game. Oh, wow. Very tough game to pick on, but uh, I do have Lake Mary winning this week. Good pick. Good pick. Um, Man, I agree. This one's really tough. And I I think it's going to follow the trend of the games in week three where they're nail biters and they're actually very uh, defensive. Um, you know, the the, the uh, Oviedo Lake Mary game was went into overtime and it was what, 13 to 7, I think it was. You know, all those yep. games last week were so close. And I think this is going to be another one. I know both of these offenses are so high powered, but I think the team that wins is going to be the team that has the better defense at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, Lake Brantley has two of the best linebackers in the state. I'm taking the Patriots over the Rams. Wow. I think they have a big game here. I think. Uh, yeah, I think Brantley pulls it off. It's going to be a freaking close one, though. I'm saying one possession game. Wow, that that's a surprising pick. I'm actually going to go Lake Mary. Uh, last year, the Rams beat the Patriots 38 to six, so they they blew oh. blew the doors off of them. That was one of the one of the out of the ones though, because usually usually it's a close one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually it's pretty close. Uh, good rivalry. Uh, I think the I think the trophy is going to stay in Lake Mary. Uh, Kudos to Brantley, though. They traveled down to Naples last week. Uh, beat Palmetto Ridge 56-0. to Yeah, and Braxton, like like Tim said, was a big part of that. And you Yeah, know. I think, I mean, that's just insane. I, I'm thinking that that team has probably never even gone against the triple option before. Um, and Lake Mary is very familiar with Lake this, so. <laughs> Mary, on the other hand, is very familiar, uh, very well coached. I think, I just think Lake Mary is going to, I think they're very dominant this year. Obviously, 3-0 on the year. Um, 
the Brant- when Brantley played Oviedo, definitely could have gone either way. Uh, those three teams are pretty pretty evenly matched. I would say. I think so too. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Lake Mary on this one. Okay. I think, I think they're gonna uh, take the take the win at Brantley. All right. I like it. Uh, it's 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 going to be a lot different than last year, though. I mean, you know, Lake Mary lost some key defensive players and yeah. uh, Stone Boss at at linebacker who was a stud. Um, so you know, who knows? But I got I got Brantley and the Harris Twins on that one. Our next game is Wakiva Mustangs <laughs> taking on West Orange. Brian, who do you got for that one? Oh man, that that one's a pretty <laughs> tough one. I mean. Uh, Kaifa's lost some pretty close games. I mean, they lost to a pretty good Okoe team, 15 to 14. Yeah. And then they're coming off a loss against Lake Mineola, 30 to 27. So Who's got, another good team. Yeah, you got two games that are uh, one possession, uh, to say the least. And then you got West Orange. I mean, they're 2-1 and one on the year. Uh, coming off a loss to Edgewater, one of the best teams in the area. Yeah, played a good game. Uh, but then you got them beating a Popka. So this could be a very evenly matched game. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with West Orange on this one. I'm going to take West Orange uh, to play Edgewater that close uh, against one of the best running backs in the co- in the in the country. Yeah. Uh, and then they got Dominic Madrid, who we mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah, he's a stud. I think he's going to have another big game. I'm going to go West Orange. I could see it. I'm taking the Warriors as well. Uh, I think, yeah, same thing. I think this is going to be another close one, maybe one, two-possession game. Um, Tim, who do you got? I'm going to triple that answer there and go West Orange as well. Yeah, we all got the blue and orange on that one. Definitely not sleeping on the Mustangs, though. I think it's going to be a good one. So much talent on both sides. So uh, excited for that one. Uh, and another one. Gosh, darn, so much talent in this game. Osceola versus Lakeland. Tim, who'd you pick in this one? This one star-powered to the max. Yeah, it is. Um, You got the, the guys we talk about all the time, week in, week out. Those two big men on those on that line for Osceola yep. and LeBlanc and Walker and um, but I think it's so hard. And I even said at the beginning of the year, I said uh, Cowboys with the K to the state championship, and um, you did. Uh, you sticking with, stick with them? Yeah, yeah loyal. Stick with them. Yeah, they they are. They're they're so well rounded. They're they're such a good team. I actually do have Lakeland pulling this one out, though. Um, not really a good reason to it, other than I just think Lakeland's elite and, and Osceola is as well. Uh, I'm also trying to play catch-up in my points right now, so i gotta got to take some risk. So this is going to be my risk of the week, and I'm going to go Lakeland beats Osceola. Okay. Well, Will, I think that you are actually going to fall a little bit more behind after <laughs> this one. Um, let's not... Uh, this uh discredit Lakeland in any way. Right. Uh they're two and zero on the year. Mm-hmm. Uh beating Clearwater forty two to six and Winter Haven thirty nine to six. So two dominant performances. Winter Haven's usually a pretty solid program. Yeah. Uh, I mean Lakeland, they're they're a state uh, championship team. So definitely think this one's gonna go well for uh for the fans. I mean they're gonna enjoy this game a lot. Yeah, nail biter. Yeah, and then Osceola, I mean, they're being, they beat a good Treasure Coast team and then a nail-biter against Seminole. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go I'm gonna go Osceola on this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pick Osceola. And I'll tell one. you what, my favorite matchup in this game isn't in the trenches. Where's it's it Jakeem Jackson from Osceola and uh-huh. Tyler Williams from Lakeland. Yeah, that is a good one. Tyler Williams, Tyler Williams set to make his commitment here 
pretty soon. I saw in his top five, he's got South Carolina, Clemson, Miami, Georgia, and Texas A&M. He's a four-star guy, yeah, receiver. Big-time player. So that, that'll be an interesting one to watch for sure. Oh, absolutely. I just love that. Don't I, There's nothing better than looking forward to a big one-on-one matchup. You know, and, and usually they don't disappoint. So really excited for that one. Going to go have to uh, watch uh, watch that game for sure. That's going to be a good one. The next one, not a game you, you, you know, usually tune into, but I think this year both of these teams are making some noise. We got the Haggerty Huskies versus Timber Creek. Uh, pretty good one there. Uh, lots of talent on both sides of the ball. I know we spoke about some Haggerty players and our underrated prospect. Uh, they got a pretty good quarterback there in Anthony Benzia. I know they got a lot of talent at receiver. Um, good team, good coaching staff. And then Timber Creek the same way. You know, they they lost some guys last year. I know they lost a really good receiver, a slot receiver last year. I can't remember his name to save my life. He was great, though. Yeah, he was a, he was a good player. I saw him play live against Lake Mary in the playoffs last year. But, you know, Timber Creek always has guys. They always got talent. They got such a good coaching staff. These are two really well-organized teams going at it. And uh, I'm excited for this one. I do have Timber Creek winning this one. Oh, wow. Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be close. Um, but I think Timber Creek is going to pull it off. Um, but it's definitely going to – I think Timber Creek's picked to, this, picked to win this one, if I'm not mistaken. But I think Haggerty can keep it close. I, I think actually Haggerty's going to have the lead going into the fourth and then maybe fall back a little bit and Timber Creek uh, gets the comeback win. Yeah, I, I honestly think this is one of the harder games to pick of the week. Yeah, truly, um, you got Haggerty coming in at two and zero, coming mm-hmm. off a. Of, uh, they played Winter Springs last week, an absolute dominant performance, forty eight yeah. to zero, um, and then you got them being in University twenty eight to seven the week before. So two and zero, and that was University Orange City. Orange City, yeah. yeah. So, so that's so a team for sure. That's a pretty good win. Uh, but then on the other hand, you got you got Timber Creek. Uh, only loss of the year to Boone, twenty to twelve, but they just beat Doctor Phillips two weeks ago. Yeah, obviously that's an amazing win. Oh man, this is a hard one. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Haggerty on this one. I'm gonna go taking the Huskies. Yeah, I'm gonna go big big game, forty eight to zero. I think it's gonna roll over into this week. You think? All right, I like it, Tim. Who do you got? The Huskies. Like you guys have said, um, this one was probably the hardest game. Looking at it on paper, it's like, who's really going to pull this one out? And yeah. I think Haggerty's got the X Factor and Caleb Barber. Yeah. He's a matchup nightmare, honestly. He is. His size and speed and athleticism. It's hard to compete with that at the high school level. Um, why this kid doesn't have big time offers, I am not sure. But um, I got Haggerty pulling it off. I think Caleb Barber's going to play a big part in that. I like it. So I'm the only one picking uh, Timber Creek. So maybe if Timber Creek wins, I, uh, that would give me a little edge in the point competition. But, yeah, yeah, like we said, so much talent on both sides. Lo- I'm, I'm really excited for that game. And our final game of the week, so much star talent on the field. I, I mean, I can't even believe it. It's probably one of the better games in Central Florida in a very, very long time. A lot of D1 guys everywhere you look. We got Edgewater versus Jones. And, man, that is such a good matchup. Everywhere. I mean, in the trenches, the receivers versus DBs. I mean, all over the field, there is so much talent. I'm just so excited for this one. Brian, who do you got winning this one? Oh, man. Um, you got Edgewater coming in at 3-0. and Yeah. Being Bishop Moore, 22-7. Don Bosco Prep, 34-10. Yeah, dominant. 
And West Orange, 26 to 14. Yep. Man. Then you got Jones, 29 to 19 against Coco, who's one of the better teams in the area. All right. And then you got them losing in Texas to Duncanville, a nation uh, powerhouse, 44 to 12. Man, this is going to be a good game. I wish I could attend this one. Oh, I was leaning towards Jones. Um, mm, I am going to go. I'm going to go Edgewater. Edgewater. I'm going go Ed, to go Edgewater. Uh, this is the matchup we've been waiting for all year. Yeah. We got Cedric Baxter versus Malik Bryant. Oh, man. That is insane. Those are, those are ESPN 300 guys. Yeah. Gosh, I wish I could go to this game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Edgewater. This is – I didn't realize how amazing of a game this was until I got put on the spot. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go Edgewater. Yeah, th- I'm really excited for this one. I'm, I can't wait to see what Tim says. He, he's very high on both these teams. So, uh, let's hear it, Tim. Who do you got? Edgewater has not let me down this year. No, they haven't. Have we have they, have we put them on game of the week every week? We might have probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, with a team like that, it's hard not to. Yeah, they're a flashy marquee team that everyone wants to watch. You know, they've had a hard right. schedule too thus far. So I definitely yeah, they've been on game of the week. I think every week. Yeah, so far. they got a, a tight end committed to Northwestern, a Texas running back. I mean, they they got it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean it's tough. It's really tough. You got Jones, who's battle tested, played against the best teams in the country. Not discrediting any of the teams Edgewater has played to this point in their season, but right. I mean, Ed, Edgewater or Jones has seen the best of the best, yeah. quite literally, right. in Duncanville and some of those other schools they've played. Yeah, Bishop Moore is not um, Duncanville for sure. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not hating um, on Bishop Moore, but they're just not Duncanville. You know. Well, no, I, so, I agree. So Jones has but, um, Jones has seen the the five star guys this year. Edgewater, you know, I mean, they, they played Don Bosco Prep, who's another respectable program. So they both had the big marquee national games. This is a good one. Yeah, no doubt. But in this one, tough, but I'm going to have to go Jones here. Jones got the Tigers. I thought you were sticking with Edgewater. <laughs> you said they haven't let you down all year. All right, so he's switching it up. He is taking Jones in this one. Man. This is one of those games where you just don't even care who wins because you just know it's going to be like, great game right you know you're just there for the good football i agree. oh gosh it's going to be such a good game mm-hmm. just seeing malik bryant trying to tackle cedric baxter in the open field you really don't that's a 50 50 matchup right we'll be there. seeing that at the next level for sure yeah you you will yeah and especially in in uh miami and texas both you know kind of kind of back on the rise again kind of mm-hmm. going back into the national ranking and getting a getting a positive look um i have edgewater in this one and I'm actually the opposite. Uh, I've been going with Jones all year. Mm-hmm. This time I'm taking Edgewater, and I hope they don't disappoint. I love both these teams, both great programs, both state contenders this year, but I just think Edgewater is so well-rounded, and I love their offensive line, and I think they're they're tough sons of guns. I'm really excited for them. I mean, I, man, I think this is going to be a shootout, and, uh, you know, there's going to be some highlight reels this game. I'm really excited. It's going to be loud. It better be loud. Yeah, I think this is going to be an offensive game for sure. Yeah, with these superstars on that both Big sides Twelve of the ball. style game. Yeah, yeah. So I got Edgewater, and then um, yeah, that's it. That wraps up our games of the week. That wraps up our podcast. We're real excited for another good week of Central Florida football. And uh, you guys got any uh, final words? I want to hear Brian do another radio count out. Real oh quick yeah, let's get it. Let's get a radio sign out. 
Can we get yeah, one that, and then, the and then one. we'll play the theme song and, and we'll wrap this thing up? Let's do it. All righty, let's get it. And thanks for listening to the Citrus Gridiron.